everybody and welcome back to Witch Fix. Today I have been making some serious inroads into my pile of movies. Uh, because I'm trying to watch one a day until the pile is gone because I do not have room to store it. So with that in mind, I picked for today's watching Black Magic, also known as Santet, uh, which stars Kelly Brook. Um, hers is the only name to appear on the cover. And I had not heard of her before, but apparently she is uh, an actress slash model uh, from the UK. So I should probably know who she is. But she's been in some movies, TV shows, and she is in this movie. Uh, this movie came out in 2018, is a certificate 15, is 1 hour 22 minutes long, and I'm going to trigger warning for suicide and also situations which may evoke um, images of domestic violence. Uh, so let's get into it. So a couple of red flags stood out to me for this for this DVD. One, it has a cardboard sleeve, which as we have painfully learned is no indicator of quality. Two, it claims to be based on a true story. And three, when I put the DVD into the, the Xbox to play it, there were no trailers. It just went straight to a DVD menu. That's unfortunate. I haven't been able to find anything to do with the true events it is supposedly based on. But what comes up when the film starts is a screen that just says based on true event, not based on a true event, not based on true events, but based on true event, which is a, an indicator of the quality of the film. I'm going to give my overall impressions in that. I probably wouldn't watch this film again. The story was okay and solid enough, but I felt like a lot of the screen time was given over to just people shouting at each other and a lot of screaming, especially from Kelly Brook, um, which just felt like it wasted a lot of time and padded out the movie to uh, the runtime length of a movie. Uh, whereas otherwise I don't think it would have been very long at all. Uh, and also that the overall mystery, which is sort of the central part of, of the film, is is the main character, Laura, trying to work out what the hell is going on and what is happening to her family, is really easy to solve. There's no real twist to it. Uh, and she doesn't actually do that much investigating. Um, and, but we'll get into that um, as we go further. So the movie starts out with a bloodied, nameless man uh, who can hear, like, screaming from somewhere in his house, running through the house, and then he jumps off the balcony in a CGI suicide. Uh, he, like, plummets to the ground in CGI, and then he is in CGI on the ground. Um, he says something before he jumps, but uh, I couldn't understand what it was. And then some text comes up explaining about the Indonesian government uh, trying to outlaw black magic, which, according to an article I found from the Financial Times in 2013, was actually a thing that they tried to do. Um, I don't know if that is the real event that the film is based on, but um, apparently that is true. It, although they didn't so much try and ban black magic from what I can see, they just tried to put a law in to make sure people couldn't say that they had special powers. Um, but, but there we go. Um, so after that, we cut to the main characters, Laura, Rendy. Uh, they're they're a, a, a couple. Uh, Rendy or Randy, as he's referred to throughout the film. I am assuming that's like an Americanized version of his name. Uh, are married. He's obviously from Indonesia and they are there to visit his mother who has been taken ill. In the back seat are their two daughters, uh, Kelly, who is like a little girl about eight years old, and Aaliyah, who is a grumpy teenager. Uh, they get to the grandma's house, which is a great big house, and they meet Fatma, who is uh, a carer for the mother and also apparently just sort of general home help because she does various other things like making sandwiches for them throughout the movie. 
They go and see Grandma in the room and appear shocked at her condition for she is kind of catatonically sitting in a chair and she does look grey, which is always a concern. That uh, She then starts like screaming at her son as if in like complete terror and then kind of tries to tackle Aaliyah. Um, and then the camera keeps looking at her foot, but not for long enough for you to actually know why the camera is looking at her foot. It's just, it kind of looked dark and, and twisted at a weird angle-ish, but not enough to be broken. So um, I was confused as to why we were looking at her foot. They go downstairs and Randy assures his family that uh, his mother is merely depressed because of uh, his dad dying. So I'm assuming his dad was uh, the one in the opening scene. Uh, Laura insists, however, that she go to a doctor for her leg. Uh, unfortunately, this uh, doctor is, is never gone to because things get a lot more serious. Because um, after Kelly has seen a spooky little girl outside in the garden uh, and they sit down to have dinner... The grandma crawls down the stairs a la the girl from the ring and then you see her leg is kind of more swollen and it kind of looks tumorous. It like it's sort of lumpy and red growths on it. And then she CGI vomits blood, razor blades, glass and maggots onto the floor. And then her eyes roll back and she loses consciousness. So um, obviously she's taken to hospital. My issue with this was like this is I think mainly they're like the only scare in the whole movie. Um, I wouldn't even call it a scare. Like the, very few of the scares in this film, few that they are, are actually scary. I would say basically none of them frighten me. Um, but my issue with this one particularly was she, she vomits this stuff on the floor. But even when it's just like a shot of it on the floor, it's not real maggots and glass and razor blades. It, it's still CGI. And I don't understand why you do that when your CGI is so cheap. Uh, so cheap looking it's just um seems kind of like a waste of time when you could just get some real maggots and some fake blood and and have at it and it would look a lot more effective um so, so that was kind of annoying uh, obviously grandma's then taken to hospital and fatma wants to talk to randy about something but uh he doesn't want to listen so uh, th they don't have a conversation a lot of this film is like people talking to each other but not really saying anything so i'm gonna try and gloss over that uh, Aaliyah is then surprised by Grandma in her room, who kind of jumps her, but then Grandma vanishes. Um, and Aaliyah is kind of quick to assume that the house is haunted. She's just like, Grandpa tried to kill himself, and now all this weird shit's happening, so we should leave. So I was confused because she said tried to kill himself, as to whether he had actually succeeded or not, or whether he was hospitalised somewhere off screen. But he did, so I don't know why she said tried to kill himself, because he succeeded. Uh, Grandma is still in the hospital and doesn't seem to have gone, so whatever Aaliyah saw at the house was some sort of astral projection or spirit or double gang or whatever. Uh, the doctor talks to Randy about his mother's condition and says that just like his father, there's nothing physically wrong with her. To which my response would be, have you seen her leg? Because that, that shit's nasty. But he says it's it's not medical and uh, Randy says that he's going to take care of her and I, I don't know what is meant by that but uh, he, he decides to just like stay with her at the hospital uh his plans are slightly derailed when she gets out of bed and hurls herself off the balcony which her hospital room has for some reason uh, although she doesn't die from this she just gets put into a full body cast after this occurs he phones laura but pretends that everything is normal and that the doctors are still running tests which i didn't get what that was about it sort of felt like a scene had been put in in the wrong order like he was meant to have that conversation with her before the jump but i guess he was just lying to his wife cool uh, and then in the morning um 
we see him sitting by uh, the grandmother who's in like full body casts and then Rendy goes home and tells Laura to take the girls back to America they then have a fight about it and I feel like that's when the cracks and stress fractures in the acting skills start to show because the actors are kind of okay at just acting like normal people like wandering around eating salads going into houses and putting suitcases down but they can't seem to deal with these situations which aren't like real life so when the spooky stuff starts happening or when they're having these fights about stuff um basically kelly brooke uh, who's playing the the main character laura just gets kind of shrill and screamy i mean she's doing a very good american accent uh, to my ears anyway but um she does just get kind of screamy and there's not really a whole lot of like emotion going on there just sound um none of the the other characters can really act either so um it's kind of a letdown really Uh, the more things amped up the poorer the acting gets Uh, so um from this point onwards it just kind of rolled straight downhill I was initially kind of confused because Laura's like, we're not going to leave you behind. You're my husband. And then the next shot is literally her and the kids in the car without Randy driving away. But apparently they're just going to the supermarket. So um, fair. When they're at the supermarket, uh, Laura sees someone who looks like they did a makeup tutorial for The Grudge, but um, failed at it. Uh, so basically like lots of black eyeshadow smoothed around the eyes and wearing a white nightgown with like crazy hair charging at kelly the little girl with a shopping trolley so she like tackles kelly out of the way but then it's revealed that no one else saw this person and it just kind of looks like uh, laura's a little bit mad uh, and that she pushed her own daughter over for no real reason so um she's hurt she's hurt her daughter's arm and uh, things are kind of strained from that point onwards fatma meanwhile finds rendy digging a hole in the garden like a big hole the kind you'd put a person in uh, and seems kind of unnerved by this, which doesn't really make sense given the events that follow. But whatever. Uh, they all get home from the shopping trip and Rendy immediately notices that Kelly's arm is hurt somehow. I guess she's just sitting at the table, like her arm is like in her other hand, like, oh, my arm hurts. And he gets really angry and accusatory real fast. And then Aaliyah just like dobs her mum in it is like, oh, yeah, mum shoved her over for no reason. It doesn't mention that the whole like mum thought she saw someone attacking her or something. So um, Aaliyah's kind of a bitch. Uh, but then they fight again. Uh, so you've got more Rendy and Laura arguing. And he again tells them to go home to America. But she refuses. And later on as she's putting the groceries away. She hallucinates that the, the crazy eye bag woman has stabbed her in the neck. Uh, like super fakely. Uh, and she like falls on the ground screaming while CGI blood soaks her jumper. Uh, and then it's revealed to be a hallucination and Fatma tries to calm her down. Uh, he, she then takes her outside to, I guess, uncalm her by showing like, the many holes that her husband has been digging in the garden. It's like he is single-handedly trying to film the movie Holes in their backyard. Um, and I did assume that at first he was digging graves, but he's actually dug more graves than there are characters in the film. So um, I don't know what he's doing. And uh, Laura says, like, I wonder what he's looking for and then Fatma says the question you should be asking is what has he done which is confusing but also spoilers Fatma because now we kind of know that whatever's going on here is his fault and there won't really be a twist in that it's definitely that he's done something bad then we get some more kind of mediocre attempts at scares 
Um, Aaliyah is in bed and Fatma like says goodnight and shuts her door. The door then starts to like rattle and it's not locked so I, I don't know why she wouldn't like whatever this force is would just open it but I guess it's just trying to scare her by rattling the doorknob until all the screws come out and the doorknob falls off uh, and then when she goes out into the corridor as you would she sees her dad like kneeling on the floor and pulling out his insides except it's like long and thin like a bicycle chain which was weird and then she runs up to hug him because that's definitely what you do in that situation uh, and then her screams wake everyone up and when they turn up it, it was a hallucination there's actually nothing there but at the hospital Rendy is on the floor in agony in his mother's room but then later on he's fine so th there wasn't really a point in seeing that Fatma then notices weird red marks on Laura's neck and they find that her back is covered in bruises that she doesn't know how she got and Fatma tells her to be careful because that's how the grandma started when she got ill was the bruises uh, and then Fatma says it's clear that Santa is being used against her, like Laura and her family, and that Santa is black magic. So um, hence the alternative title of the film being Santa or black magic, I guess, in like the UK and America. Laura decides that it's Wikipedia time. And by Wikipedia time, I mean they've clearly taken Wikipedia and then photoshopped stuff in in different text, which looks weird. It kind of reminds me of when you used to have to do a school project but you weren't that good at changing font yet, so you just copy-paste from a bunch of websites and it would look like a train wreck. So that, uh, she kind of reads about black magic and looks at some YouTube videos, and the one quote the camera focuses on is that Santec can make someone look younger than they are. So obviously we're looking for someone who looks younger than they should be. Laura then looks at a page which has like a, a picture of a man on it. So I thought originally that she was going to go see this guy, but she doesn't. She just goes to her dead father-in-law's factory, which is closed down, to, to poke around inside. And the friendly guy who just happens to show up to let her in, which is pretty fortunate because otherwise she would have just been stuck outside looking through a window, tells her a really convenient story about how the factory closed down uh, because grandpa's favourite employee, uh, who was a lady called Amber, um, disappeared suddenly and then shortly after that he became very ill and the factory closed and then obviously he, he got very ill and jumped off a balcony so Laura then sees a picture of Amber like on the wall and realizes that it's the same woman who she's been seeing like trying to attack her kids I couldn't tell that they were the same person because we'd only seen them for a couple of seconds and they were wearing bad Halloween makeup but I guess Laura knows so it'll be fine she then goes to the hospital and discovers that the grandma is in basically a full body cast and that her husband hadn't told her this uh, so she's understandably pissed kelly meanwhile because she's an american child and never learned to make a sandwich for herself has gone to knock on fatma's cabin door because fatma lives in like a little kind of cabin behind the house uh, to ask for food she opens the door and goes inside uninvited and sees a picture of, uh, of a lady with a young girl and when fatma comes in um, she says that it's a picture of her as a child with her mother and Kelly remarks that you look exactly like your mum so it's pretty obvious that this is the person that the Wikipedia article warned us about that Fatma is indeed older than she appears to be and maybe this woman in the picture and had a young daughter so that young daughter is probably Amber the dead girl and that's why Fatma has it in for the family I was expecting there to be some kind of twist there was none. This is just the plot. So um, the movie's just kind of like giving stuff away and there's no attempt to kind of muddy the waters or present alternate theories. It just kind of bald faces you 
just tells you facts and then makes you sit through more scenes of people screaming at each other while they fail at acting. Rendy arrives home looking for Laura, who then arrives home. So, you know, now they're both in the same house, which is a rarity. Um, she then confronts him about, you know, keeping secrets and who Amber is and what happened to his mum and all that stuff. Uh, he gets annoyed that she went to the hospital without asking him permission. Uh, and I sort of sat there wondering, why are these two people married? Because they've spent no time together this whole film. They don't really seem to have any chemistry and we don't know how they got together or why or what they have in common and I don't really care about their marriage or really believe in their love so um that that kind of annoyed me I will take my hat off to Kelly Brook though in that she does seem to actually like her acting suggests that her character definitely cares about her kids a lot she gets very upset and screamy when stuff happens to them um, which I kind of believed a little bit and if the kids weren't such bad actors I feel like it would have maybe paid off but She's clearly trying. I would hazard to say that she is probably the best actress in this movie, even though they are all bad. So she's the best of the worst. There's then another kind of weird scare scene. Kelly finds another girl sleeping in her bed and turns the light on to find that it is her sister Aaliyah. She gets in bed beside Aaliyah, but then Aaliyah starts trying to strangle her. But then while she's screaming for help, Aaliyah bursts in through the door and sees Laura, their mum, strangling Kelly, so tries to knock her off. But then the mum kind of sees Aaliyah strangling her and then there's two Aaliyahs and it's all very confusing and scary I guess so then the three of them run outside into the storm get in the car and drive to a motel I've never been to Indonesia I don't know if they have motels but they drive to an American motel uh, to stay the night we then see Fatma chanting at an altar so it's pretty obvious that she's the one practicing black magic and uh, this is intercut with shots of the grandma waking up and Kelly waking up in bed between her sister and her mum. We see some blood pouring out of a, a voodoo doll without anything touching it, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then Fatmo kind of hacks at something while CGI blood spurts out, which looks less cool. Uh, and then the CGI ghost lady appears and stabs the grandma. But then when Rendy wakes up the next morning, his mum is still alive and not stabbed. So... I don't get what the point of that was. Uh, Laura wakes up in the morning to find that Kelly is gone and then gets a phone call from Fatma asking why they left Kelly at home alone. So clearly they're being lured back to the house uh, for a very long and repetitive final end to the movie in which there's a lot of Benny Hill-like running around. Also, at this point I noticed that Rendy was still wearing the shirt he was wearing when he dug all the holes in the backyard, which is covered in mud. He, he doesn't change his shirt for the whole movie. He just gets covered in mud and then stays that way. It's very odd. Uh, but he sees his mum appear to him in the corridor and she says to go and save his family. She's died in the other room, so I guess that's maybe her spirit saying goodbye. He then heads home and all members of the family converge upon the house. There are 18 minutes of this movie left and most of it will be spent watching people hit each other with sticks, fall down and scream. I, I would say up until this point there have been some tenseness to the plot. Uh, and I was mildly interested in the mystery, but this last 20 minutes really killed my interest. When the uh, ladies get home, they find that Kelly is just lying in the bath, fully clothed. And Laura rushes to her and goes, Kelly, why did you leave the hotel? Which doesn't seem to be the thing that you should be worrying about in this situation. Uh, but then Kelly is like yanked under the water and Laura's trying to save her. Rendy bursts in and 
thinks he sees Laura trying to drown their daughter. So he tackles her away and starts trying to choke her. Aaliyah then hits him with a towel rail and all the women run away while Rendy is lying on the floor in the bathroom. They get to the car and drive off while he sort of chases behind and then falls behind because they're in a car. Uh, they then get scared by a ghost lady standing in the road, flip the car completely, and then Rendy uh, reaches the car and, and pulls everybody out and, and they're safe, except for Kelly, who is bleeding and unconscious. So uh, they pick her up and then all run back to the haunted house because they've learned nothing. This is all taking way longer than <laughs> I'm making it sound because there's just so much screaming um, between that of just people screaming at each other and being like, oh my god, and it just it really bulks out the time so this is all taking a lot longer so even though the events i'm describing might sound exciting they are dull as they transpire they all go back to the house and rendy goes inside to find the keys to the other car but they are not on the key hook shock horror he then gets attacked by fatma who has a knife and stabs him as you would uh, and she says in in subtitled that um he killed Amber thinking that Amber was his dad's mistress when actually it was Fatma who was a mistress and that Amber was his half-sister. So he killed his half-sister for no reason, apparently. Um, that is all the payoff we get to the, to the mystery of the movie. We never even find out why he was digging holes or where the body is or why he really tried to kill her or how that happened or whether his parents knew. Um, that's basically all you get. So I hope it was worth it. Uh, Fatman then stabs him a bunch, which fair because he is a murderer. But then Laura bashes her with what looked like a croquet mallet, but can't possibly have been. And then in the most drawn out ending to a film ever, Laura picks up Rendy and tries to like help him to the car. While Fatma gets up very slowly from the floor. Uh, and the whole time Kelly Brook is like screaming at Rendy like, oh my God, Rendy, I'm not going to leave you. Oh, we have to get to the car. Oh God, this is taking a long time. Oh, oh we made it three inches. Oh, yay. Uh, and Fatma's just like slowly getting up off the floor. This takes like five minutes. I nearly had to like fast forward through it because it was taking so long and the constant screaming was wearing on my nerves. But finally, Fatma gets up and attacks Laura. Uh, she's then... She then strangles her against a wall for a further five minutes, during which Aaliyah runs in from outside and instantly gets pushed backwards, so she cracks her head open on the floor. And then after five minutes of strangling, Rendy finally, like, hits her with a big candlestick or something and sends Fatma back to the floor. So then Rendy falls on the floor because he's been stabbed. Fair dues. So Rendy, Laura, Fatma and Aaliyah are all just lying on the floor in, like, a circle, and they stay there for, I'm not kidding, like a solid two minutes. They're just all lying on the floor while we watch them do nothing. It's like watching the nighttime bits of Big Brother. It's boring. But anywho, then Fatma slowly gets up again and she begins to chant. Um, this sort of causes a sort of earthquake effect and some symbols appear on the wall. Kelly, covered in blood, appears from outside and takes Fatma's hand. Fatma then uh, takes the girl's up the stairs she takes kelly by the hand and drags Aaliyah by her hair so i guess we know who the favorite is and then randy gets up but he is blind for all of 12 seconds he's like i can't see and then he's like seeing flashbacks of the rest of the movie for some reason 
Uh, and then Laura grabs his face and is like, focus, as if that helps people to see when they are blind. But somehow this works and he regains the power of vision. They then run upstairs because they want this movie to be over. He charges at Fatma with the knife in his hand, but stabs Aaliyah because obviously it's an illusion. That's what it's been all movie. And then Kelly stands on the edge of the balcony railing, ready to jump, but still holding on to uh, Fatma's hand. Randy then tackles Fatima over the balcony at the same time as Laura grabs Kelly and catches her. Um, Fatima and Randy then plunge to their CGI deaths on the uh, patio with CGI blood on the ground. Again, this is the problem I have with like the maggots and the, and the blood and stuff. Okay, maybe you have to do CGI because you can't do a stunt of people plummeting off the balcony. But why do you have to do CGI just to put some blood underneath someone laying on a patio? Just use real blood! Or fake real blood. You know what I mean. After Laura has caught Kelly, um, they all sort of regroup around Aaliyah, who has been stabbed, but is okay. Uh, and they're all like holding each other and crying. And I don't want to be too mean to the girl playing Kelly, because she does seem like she is like 10. But she constantly grins when she should be crying, and it is annoying. Uh, and kind of ruins what is already a pretty poorly acted scene. So I feel like someone should have said... Looks sad, kid. We then get like the final scene of the film uh, where Laura is getting ready to leave. She's got her suitcase packed up. She's putting a scarf on and she goes to see the girls and is like, girls, the taxi's here. And then she leaves and then they start talking to each other in the language that isn't English that's in this film. Uh, and it becomes clear that they are now possessed by Fatma and Amber. So Fatma is taking control of Aaliyah and the little girl is now possessed by Amber and they're like, somehow back from the dead i guess and that's the end of the movie now i went and uh, read some of the reviews on like imdb for this film just to see what other people thought about it uh, you know what generally was the consensus and i have to say i was kind of annoyed because a lot of the reviews seemed quite racist and were like why would kelly brooke go into a film in malaysia or indonesia or wherever um because she'd probably get kidnapped and sold into slavery and i was like that's not a review of a movie that's just you making up stuff about other countries um there are also a lot of people who were annoyed that kelly brooks stays covered up during the film because apparently they wanted to see some boobies which is also sad i will say that i was kind of sad that she was covered up in such hideous clothes which seems like a, a really weird thing to be annoyed about and i wasn't like necessarily annoyed but her and the kids uh, especially all of their clothes looked like they were bought from like the bargain sale bin at a charity shop um it's just really weird. They're not really wearing clothes that you think of as like modern people in America wearing. Neither here nor there really, but it was just kind of annoying. Um, to be honest, the, the the whole story of it, the idea of someone using like black magic to get back at someone for like murdering her daughter. I like that plot. I kind of wish it had been told from the other perspective. It felt like this was a kind of cheap version of like the grudge. And I think most of that was down to like the appearances of like the ghost people. Uh, and the acting really kind of let the story down but what annoyed me most I think was the fact that there's meant to be this like mystery of what is happening to the family and why but the movie really can't give two shits about that mystery enough to have anyone do any investigating like the only thing that happens is that Laura goes to the factory and finds out about Amber and then there's no twist that's just literally what happened so from that point you basically know what happened and you're just waiting for everyone else to realize it and 
for some scares which are never coming because this movie isn't scary. It kind of fails at being a horror film because it's not frightening, it kind of fails at being an interesting occult film because it's not shocking and it fails at being a mystery film because no one seems to give a shit about what the mystery is and there's so little payoff at the end that you might as well just not know. So that's disappointing. Uh, I feel like everyone was trying their best but it's, it's ultimately just quite forgettable and I haven't been able to find out anything about the uh, the true event that this is supposedly based on. So uh, if anyone else does know and wants to get in touch with a link or something, uh, I would be interested to find out uh, what the true event is behind this movie. In the meantime, I shall tackle the rest of my pile and hopefully try and pick a good one because I'm bored and I want to watch some good horror films. And uh, in the meantime, you can get in touch in all the usual ways. Check the description box for more information and I'll see you in the next one.